Hello friends, it's Sean here and I hope you were doing well. I hope that no matter what your day has held or is about to hold, that that is not the most important thing for you. The most important thing is that no matter what goes down, you're okay because you, my friend, are a child of God and there is nothing this world is going to throw at you or has thrown at you that you can't handle with your heavenly Father. Ah, what a gift we have in this faith of ours. So let's, you and me, go all the way back to the beginning of the story, the beginning of God's chosen people as we continue reading together. Today, reading Genesis chapter 26. Now there was a famine in the land. Besides the previous famine in Abraham's time, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines and Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands, and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and will give them all these lands and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him keeping my commands, my decrees and my instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. When the men of that place asked him about his wife he said, She is my sister, because he was afraid to say, She is my wife. He thought, The men of this place might kill me on account of Rebekah, because she is beautiful. When Isaac had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked down from a window and saw Isaac caressing his wife Rebekah. So Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, She is really your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? Isaac answered him, Because I thought I might lose my life on account of her. Then Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the men might have slept with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech gave orders to all the people, Anyone who harms this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year reaped a hundredfold, because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich, and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, Move away from us. You have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away from there and camped in the valley of Gerar, where he settled. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died, and he gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well of fresh water there, But the herdsmen of Gerar quarrelled with those of Isaac and said, The water is ours. 
So he named the well Essek, because they disputed with him. Then they dug another well, but they quarreled over that one also. So he named it Sitna. He moved on from there and dug another well, and no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehoboth, saying, Now the Lord has given us room, and we will flourish in the land. From there he went up to Beersheba. That night the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. There he pitched his tent and there his servants dug a well. Meanwhile, Abimelech had come to him from Gerar with Ahuzath, his personal advisor, and Phicol, the commander of his forces. Isaac asked them, Why have you come to me? since you were hostile to me and sent me away. They answered, We saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, There ought to be a sworn agreement between us, between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you, that you will do us no harm, just as we did not harm you, but always treated you well and sent you away peacefully. And now you are blessed by the Lord. Isaac then made a feast for them, and they ate and drank. Early the next morning, the men swore an oath to each other. Then Isaac sent them on their way, and they went away peacefully. That day, Isaac's servant came and told him about the well they had dug. They said, We've found water. He called it Sheba, and to this day the name of the town has been Beersheba. When Esau was forty years old, he married Judith, daughter of Beri, the Hittite, and also Basimath, daughter of Elon, the Hittite. They were a source of grief to Isaac and Rebekah. Jesus, thank you for the example of this Philistine king. When he's faced with the second generation playing the same strange and dangerous trick on him and his people. He doesn't respond with anger. He doesn't strike out. But he protects. And he brings peace. Lord, we are often deluded into thinking that we are your special people to bring peace to the world, but you are at work in every story. And you are bringing your peace and your grace through the most unexpected channels. Thank you that this is entirely your world and that you work your will in ways that we can't even begin to imagine. Help us to always be your people of peace, to bring your grace, your love and your forgiveness into the world rather than feeling the need to protect our own self-interest. Thank you that you always reach down to us first with your love. And it's not about what we bring to you or how clever or right or righteous we are. You truly are a surprising God. And we lift you up and we praise you. 
And it's in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen.